0: Just like customizing
1: your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire? Running your own company? Achieving your life's goals? Yet wake up in a cold sweat. Next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You Um. are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget.
0: I'm Margaret Josephs.
1: And I'm Lexi Barbuto.
0: And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk-takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget.
1: Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Hello, caviar dreamers!
0: Hi, caviar dreamers! Hope everybody had an amazing holiday, whether it's Passover, Easter, whatever what, you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate,
1: we hope it was fun. And what were you up to, much?
0: Well, I celebrated Easter, though I used to celebrate Passover with my ex-husband. But now that I'm married to Joe, we just celebrate Easter. I used to do both holidays. And my, my son is home, who I don't really talk about as much, but he's working from the third floor. And Marge Singer was here, and Joe, and and we did a lot of cooking and a lot of eating. That's good. What about you, Lex?
1: Same, a lot of cooking. I cooked as if fifty people were coming over, but Shaka, it was just me, my just- husband, and the baby. I
0: know. So we, so it was nice. We had a nice family celebration, even though this is hard times. I enjoy being with my family. I have everybody here. It was kind of nice yesterday
1: to just forget for a moment about all the craziness going on in the world and pretend that nothing was happening.
0: I know. I know. And it's a, it's nice. You know what Um, I think is hard, which I've been thinking about people, whether you're a couple in a relationship getting out of a relationship you just start dating someone is relationships during this time
1: don't you think so i would say this is probably put the most strain on my relationship that there's ever been this is rough
0: i think i say i'm the happiest because joe and i have spent so much time together he's getting work done in the house and i say i'm with my three favorite people joe my son And Bella, my dog. And it alternates who's at the top of the list in any given moment. I love that. So that that hasn't been so bad. But this goes into our guest, who we have on this week, Rory Sassoon, celebrity matchmaker, who's been featured on Real Housewives of New York three seasons in a row. She'll be on this week also. She's working with Ramona, trying to find her the ultimate husband, partner, whatever that is. Good luck with that. Yeah, good. Rory, big job ahead of you. Only kidding, Ramona is still a hot piece of ass if I do say so myself. I mean, those legs, I, I cut off my right arm for her legs. and She looks unbelievable. But with that being said, Rory is amazing. She has a company, Pair Matchmaking. Uh, and then she has, what is it? A platinum Poire. She has a book, The Art of Dating. She is so interesting. And we're going to talk about Dating in the time of COVID, what you can do to improve your relationship while you're home, um, managing relationships, yes, managing romantic relationships, and we're going to talk about not about COVID also, And, and the art of dating. It's
1: so interesting, especially if you started dating at this period of COVID, and we all know that you're not supposed to launch into these text relationships where you just... Back and full of texting. But if you start to date at the beginning of this and now you still home and you can't connect, I mean, what else are you going to do but text?
0: Yeah. Text, FaceTime. So it's, it's just, it's a strange time. It is. It's a very strange time for couples, for your friends, just for everything, for business. It's, it's absolutely insane. So I think she's so important to have on and it's so relevant because even if you're madly in love with your husband, I mean, I'm madly in love with Joe. But like I've said, I mean, you, you freaking
1: hear people chewing. Uh, it, it really gets on your nerves at this point. When you quarantine with someone for so long, my husband's in and out. We have an opposite situation. He's sleeping in a different bedroom because he works in an ER. So we really have to social distance in our own home. and We are definitely getting on each other's nerves.
0: Yeah. And that's and that's not easy. And we have to ask, how do you manage that? Yeah. What what can you do to be kind, kinder and gentler to each other? So, absolutely. so I think everybody has a lot to learn when you're listening to Royce soon. and she happens to be absolutely beautiful, though you guys cannot see her. And she got divorced at a young age, and she got remarried, and she is just so much insight. I just absolutely adore her. So, if anybody's single, you guys should also hire her because she puts quality people together. I mean, matchmaking. You know, if you're not, if you're sick of Tinder, Bumble, and all that stuff. Why not hire a matchmaker?
1: What kind of data were you, Marge? I know you haven't been single since kindergarten.
0: Well, the Marge has not been single since kindergarten. My first boyfriend, Jeffrey Sabine, in kindergarten. I still remember his name. He was very cute, tan, sandy blonde hair.
1: Oh, was that what attracted you across the kindergarten classroom (laughs) it's sandy blonde hair?
0: he had sandy blonde hair, very well-groomed, side part. Did he have good snacks? He had good snacks. That always gets
1: me, the good snacks. Nice
0: parents. Oh, I love that. You were thinking of the future. I was thinking of the future. He looked like a future banker. I don't know what actually happened to him. Jeffrey Sabine, if you're listening. Yeah, call in. Let us know what happened. (laughs) Call call in and see if I had had psychic abilities knowing that you were going to be a quality, upstanding, successful young gentleman. Who shares good snacks. Who shares good snacks because I was all about the food right from the beginning. That's right. You know, taking the food to go. No, you know what kind of... I was a serial monogamist, popular, you know, contrary to popular belief, considering, you know, I did leave my ex-husband for the contractor, (laughs) but I always had a boyfriend. So it's like I did dating, but I immediately got into a relationship. So I kind of wish I dated more and had multiple dates and went on a lot of dates, but this is what I would happen. I'd I'd meet a guy, I'd go on a date and immediately he'd become my boyfriend. We'd go on dates and then, you know, they'd want to lock and load it's hard to resist those pigtails yeah it was hard to resist the pigtails I'm a fun girl I'm a fun girl I'm actually a cheap date because I don't drink alcohol so they're probably like this is a fun girl she definitely puts out
2: yeah definitely
0: you know which there's nothing wrong with that no I don't not think- right away not always right away but you know she definitely like she's so definitely bad. a good time very spontaneous I'm always nice to the, to the in-laws. I adored my ex-in-laws.
1: Yeah, you're a good person to take home to meet the family for sure. I'm very social. I could, I could fit into any crowd. Yeah, you the, could hold your own the, with the family Yes, the, sure. pa- the parents always like you. Now that the parents fall in love with you and you fell out of love with the boys before, because that's happened to me. That's a rough one.
0: Yes, that's what would happen. Don't you always like, love the family and then you hate the boyfriend and then you don't want to break up with the family? Mm-hmm. But I always say you really do marry the family, people. I always if you hate the family, it's not gonna work.
1: No, it's definitely not gonna work.
0: Yes, See, We have to just that about Rory. Yeah. What about you, Lex? Tell me well, about your dating. I mean, you, I liked you when you were single, Lexi. No. You were like a drunken whore. Drunk single, Lexi was so much fun. When not I, really a drunken whore. I don't want to say that.
1: No, I was a drunken whore. <laughs> when I lived in England, I was a serial monogamous very much like yourself. Always had a boyfriend in high school, always had a boyfriend, always had great boyfriends who I really loved. I moved to New York, had a boyfriend here. Roy, I remember so,
0: I remember Stu, baby Stu, baby Stu. We who called is now him
1: very happily married to somebody else. Um, as I'm, he was a big teeth whitener,
0: whitened his teeth a lot. Very handsome,
1: very handsome. Runs a bar on the Upper East Side, very David Beckham like he was, and he's a great guy. And still, I'm really good friends with his family because I, I loved, loved it. His family, I kind
0: of looked like his mother. His mother's hot. His mother was. His yeah, his mother's very
1: hot. And then once Stu and I broke up, I, I fell into that Sex in the City, New York dating scene where I dated every awful type of man that was possible.
0: I remember you brought every one of them to my beach house every weekend. Was a, every Every I weekend did. it was a different guy, but that was okay. I enjoyed that.
1: A different guy with a different... Personality pompous attorney, hippie rock star roadie. All well, cute, though.
0: I enjoyed it very much. Bucks lacrosse player from yeah, Charleston. Jo- yeah, Joe and I liked all of it. I remember you had scars on your back once from the sand. Oh, that was a very hot weekend in Charleston. <laughs> but
1: now I'm married, and I did meet my husband on Tinder. I was on it for okay. one week. Yeah.
0: See, and you landed a husband. That was maybe you should
1: have taken a little more time.
0: I mean, oh. <laughs> that was that was actually kind of funny, but you did land a night. He's Italian.
1: He is. He's Italian. So we celebrate Sedisa this weekend. And in quarantine, he's lucky I didn't hit him over the head with the salami. Oh, yeah, but oh, yeah. We made it through to Monday. You so. did.
0: And here, and here we are. And hopefully Rory will have some tips for me. Yeah, Rory's going to have some great tips. And if it doesn't work out with your husband, we could always just, you know, she is a matchmaker. Only kidding. <laughs> Maybe, not. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not so much. But in the meanwhile, you know, while I've been quarantining, I've been eating a lot too.
1: I have been stuffing my face like a real piglet.
0: Yes. And I feel guilty that I haven't worked out as much as I should. No, but it doesn't matter because guess what we have now? I know, which I was so happy because this morning I did work out because you sent me that Beach Body app. I'm telling you, Beach Body
1: on Demand came at just the right time for okay. quarantine and for our own sanity
0: and our own dress size. I know. You know what you made me so happy was it's not like you have to do an hour workout, they have 10 minute workouts. They have half hour workouts, any length of time that you need to do. They also had like recipes, meal replacements. I was like, this is totally for me because it fits into my lifestyle. That's why I can never really make it to a class when we're not quarantining because my schedule is so inflexible. Or should I say flexible? What is it? I'm always like spur of the moment, spontaneous. So I can't like commit to something. It's hard to commit. This was perfect for me because I got up. I didn't have to look good. I wasn't going to see anybody else at the gym. I brushed my little teeth right before I had my coffee. I did a workout.
1: It's great. It's on your phone. There's over 1,300 workouts, and they're from very famous trainers, too. So trainers that you follow on Instagram, you'll see on there. You can use all the equipment that's in your house. I love bar classes, but obviously with quarantine and if a child, I'm not getting out to do so many bar classes. So I literally took my... Barstool this morning and did my own bar blend workout and got it out the way.
0: That was perfect. Do you know what? I stream it onto my TV. That's a good idea. Which is good because then it's bigger because, you know, I need to wear glasses and I don't feel like working out with glasses. (laughs) So there was like Tony Hortons on there, Joel Freeman. Autumn Calabrese. It's like all these famous people have classes. They have yoga. They have dance classes. Yeah. All different ones. And Joel Freeman
1: actually just released a new class. You'll see him, him advertising on Instagram. That's already on Beachbody now.
0: So I mean, you get that right away. Yeah. And it's so reasonable. It's only a hundred dollars for the entire year. I mean, Great gym memberships are $100 a month. In the city, it's $100 a month. This is $100 for the entire year. You could just go on the app, work out whenever you feel like. You have the recipes. You have everything that you possibly need in this app. You could stream it onto your TV. This is unbelievable. I was so happy. And you you have access to all these great trainers and people who give these classes that you normally wouldn't have access to.
1: And listeners of Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget can try it absolutely free right now.
0: Yeah, you could try it free. Listen to this, Caviar Dreamers. Absolutely free. If you just text CAVIAR, C-A-V-I-A-R, to 303030. I repeat, it's the numbers, though. 303030. Text CAVIAR to 303030. That's 303030. You'll get full access to this entire platform for free. Well, the workouts, the nutrition, information, and support, totally free.
1: So again, you're just going to text CAVIAR, C-A-V-I-A-R, to 303030, that's 303030.
0: Yes, for a free trial membership. And we'll keep this information up on our website also under the Caviar Dreams portion of margaretjosephs.com. Hopefully this will keep us sane as well as fit. Yes, so... Stay in good shape so you could get on your dates because we're going to be talking to Rory right now. That's right. Let's call her in. Call her in. Hi, Rory.
2: Hi, guys. How are you? Good
0: morning. So good to see you. I know. Thank you for calling in and dialing in to this crazy time period. I wish we were together. Me too. Well, we'll have to make that happen
2: another time.
0: Yes, exactly. Rory. In, in times like this, and I mean, you're a celebrity matchmaker. We already did a great introduction. You, own, you know, you launched Platinum Porray. You had the Pear Club. You have all these great things. But first, people want to know, how do you become a celebrity matchmaker? Like, where, where did this come from? Were you born a matchmaker? Like, did you set people up? Like, what happened?
2: So I've always been pretty good. Like, even like when I was you know, a teenager with setting up my friends and knowing who would work well with who, it's just kind of almost like a natural born gift. You almost like have that intuition where you know who would work well with who and why. There has to be a reason. You know, there's always a reason why you would put two people together. Um, I was really fortunate because um, I was given the opportunity actually to be a matchmaker on The Real Housewives of New York. As you know, I'm sure you know. And three seasons. This is your
0: third season going on. You're
2: working with Ramona. Exactly. I started working with all the girls first because they brought me in. Carol Radswell brought me in to do almost like a speed dating, you know? So that was kind of fun and getting to know each woman's love language was hilarious. And then we had see the next season I worked with Ramona and this coming season, you'll also see that Ramona is quite serious and really, really, really wants to meet someone. Okay. So that, so
0: that's great. That's exciting. So wait, so now you're on your second husband. So you've had a love match twice. So just tell us a little bit about your background. Cause it's very interesting. I mean, you got divorced at a very young
2: age with it with a young baby. So I got divorced at 25. I grew up in the Syrian Jewish community, which is, you know, they can be a little rough. You know, it's definitely more of a judgmental, you know, atmosphere where it's not prevalent that people get divorced, especially back in like 1998. Like that's not what was happening. People weren't doing that. And really the truth is, is that with my ex-husband, we have a really amicable situation. We were just not a love match for the rest of our lives. We had an expiration date. You know, so I was really fortunate enough that I was match made myself. I met my second husband through my gynecologist. (laughs) (laughs) He saw the goods and he was like, this is a hot ticket. Yeah. Like stamp of approval. She's clean. She's good to go. And I I just thought like it would be so great to pay it forward. You know, I met my husband. It really was. It's funny because I really was into very tall, dark, handsome. Well, he's dark and handsome, but he's not so tall. Um, but that's why, like, you have to really give people a chance and meet them for face value because what you think you want, you don't always want. I agree. Mm -hmm. I
0: absolutely agree. Because listen, I wanted to marry someone, my first husband, I wanted, you know, a Jewish guy, a family guy, which was great. It was, he was the perfect choice to be the father of my children. You know, we had a great marriage. I wanted someone family oriented. I love my in-laws and everything else, but he wasn't the great partner to be my husband. Like right now I have the best husband. He's nurturing, he's loving, he's giving. Yeah, It just wasn't the right fit to be my husband long-term.
2: Right, but you know- We're well, together, you
0: know, 20 years. Right, and,
2: was, <laughs> and, and I'm sure that if you had to do it all over again, Marge, you would do the same exact thing because for the time it really was you know, yes, the right person. You know, um, I think it's so important. I think today, especially during these times, like when people are quarantined and, you know, you're gonna see uh, there's gonna either be a lot of babies- <laughs> Come like November, December, there's going to be a ton of divorces. And, you know, you really do, it's a trying time. Like you really see how you get along with your significant other during a time like this.
0: Yes, I think, yeah, I think, you know, later on in our interview, I want to get um, some advice for relationships under this quarantine. But first, I want to know a lot more about your business. Tell me what, how, when did you start the celebrity
2: matchmaking service? Tell me about you meeting your business partner. I met my business partner, believe it or not, through Google. I had really bad anxiety driving on highways. And I figured like at the time I was 37, 38, I'm like, I need to kick this. This is so not me. Like, I'm not afraid of anything. And um, I was recommended to see, to seek out like a hypnotist. And I did. I, I actually found one woman who was just so creepy that I was like, I can't close my eyes with her. I don't know if she's going to jump on. (laughs) 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 And then I found another guy who was also like, I told my husband, I can't close my eyes with this guy either. So I Googled best hypnotist, New York city, most expensive, give it to me. I don't care. And I see my business partner, Dr. Errol Gluck. He pops up on the screen and he's like this like teddy bear. And I'm like, I I could do this. And I walked into his office. I made an appointment. It was like, Have you ever met someone that you felt like, oh my God, why are you so familiar? Like, I know you from somewhere. I just can't do this. It was just like an instant connection, instant chemistry. And ever since then... You know, not only did he help me with the anxiety of driving three months, I was good to go after not being fearful of driving on a highway for like 19 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> and he hypnotized me to drive on the highway. Correct. So three months later, here I was and I came to him and said, okay, so now what? He's like, well, you're cured. So now what? I'm like, what do you mean? Talk to me about like executive life coaching. Like, what is that? And he's like, Lori, well, listen, I take people who either need to identify a career And help them, people who are also in a career that are good, they want to be better so they can be the best at what they want to do. And I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I have all these kids. My kids are in school from eight in the morning till five o'clock. Like, I need something for me that's fulfilling. And he's like, let's identify your strengths, which we did. He's like, you love people. People are your passion. You're a connector. And And he knew that. He got to learn my personality and saw that I love doing that. And I love love. So he had made, before him and I met, he made over 25 successful marriages. And he's like, you wow. need to be the perfect partner, perfect female counterpart, the perfect partner to create like a really high-end, super sexy matchmaking service. He's like, and I, he's, a, he's a profiler. He's a forensic profiler and a personality profiler. And he's like, the secret sauce is going to be me Profiling every single client, everyone is completely vetted, 100%. We make sure they are who they say they are, and we match them up based on their personalities. Oh, I love Ooh. that. That's that's what's important because people, I think,
0: get very shallow, very, and okay. it's very upsetting. I always tell people, it's just like it's not about that. You know, it's not just about the looks. You have to have the right
2: chemistry. And don't you agree? I mean, I, I'm sure that's what you. Oh, agree of course. With. I mean, it's the right chemistry, like. Marge, can you be with someone that you can't smell? Like no, I don't know like I, I always love, love the way
0: them. my husband smells. Right? I love the way he smells.
2: Right? Like and think about when we were younger and we used to wear our boyfriend's jackets or their sweatshirts. We used to love like their smell. It's like the pharaohs under your tongue. Also, when you kiss someone, it's either there or it's not there. I always tell it's everyone. True. It's in the kiss. If the kiss isn't good, where there's nowhere to go from there. It's
0: true. And it's, and you know, you could kiss the hottest guy or be with the hottest guy, but it it doesn't make a difference. They're, they're not always the best kisser. They have no personality. I'd much rather be with someone who has like the most dynamic personality, who's so funny. I don't care if they're chubby. That, that's not, that doesn't make a difference. Exactly, it really doesn't. They have to be. They have to have a lot of charm. I love somebody who is very beat. actually Lexi's a chubby chaser. I oh, I <laughs> love chubby guys. But that's, that's
2: why you do? And I'm, I'm, I'm and I think that I could, you know, relate because I was really Lexi like when I was younger. I was really into looks, looks, looks. It was really my downfall. Really, it was, and. Not that my husband's chubby. He's not. He's in good shape. He's five seven. He's very built, but he is just so intelligent and so charming and so loving and so nurturing that I really did fall in love, you know, with his personality. Like I was like, it doesn't matter if you're fat, you're skinny, you're tall, you're short. I'm obsessed with you.
1: I think also people fall in love with someone who makes a great boyfriend. They don't always fall in love with someone who makes a good husband, I agree. and that's where you right. run into problems. Right. And
2: also, like you know, it's interesting. You're gorgeous. And you know, when someone, when a guy might not, might not, the guy doesn't need to be better looking than you. Like I've learned that, you know, I want to be the queen. I want to be mm-hmm. the one that's like, I I said it to Marge the other day. I was like, I want to be an older, I'd rather be an older man's doll than a younger man's slave.
1: Oh, I love that.
2: Yes. It's <laughs> my preference. I've always liked older men my whole life. And you know what, when someone looks at you, like you're like the queen. That's the way it should be. I think a man should always love a woman just a little bit more than she loves him. Just a little bit more. I
0: listen, I agree. I but I think that's that's with hetero relationships, right? That's mm-hmm. men get you know because we're mothers, a mm-hmm. lot you know women are mothers, right. we get more impressed with the kids. Not that men don't love their children as much as women do, but it is it is a little bit different. I don't care what I 100%. Says. I agree with but you. The other thing I was going to say, do you also work with
2: Gay couples and thing and so, all different. So we tried that. And you know what? I'm still on the hunt for the perfect gay partner. Uh, we tried to do something like this a couple of years ago. A friend of mine who is gay and he's a dad. He's an excellent dad. Great. And he's been with his partner for 20 years. He was like the perfect person. But unfortunately, like it just didn't work out.
0: It's a specialty. You know what? Everybody has their, their specialty. It's all different kinds of couples. So you have to probably find the right partner, you know, down yeah. the road to do that.
2: Yeah. And I feel like that will come, you know, it just has to be the right person um, because I feel like I'm the expert when it comes to heterosexual relationships. I would feel like I'm not the expert when it comes to, you know, gay relationships because I'm not gay. So it's really exactly. someone that's in that space and already living that life.
0: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you need to you know your wheelhouse. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Perfect. Perfect. So now tell me about the pair club versus platinum foray. Cause you have two different things for relationships, pair club versus pa- platinum foray.
2: So the pair club actually was born out of Corona. I know that sounds crazy because so many of my clients had approached me before and they were saying, you know, what about like for our kids or for our sister or for the person who can't afford you? You know, like, why can't you have a division that's less expensive, might not give the same of quality of service, of course. But, you know, why can't you guys like think of something like that? So I had been approached with a couple of different people creating an app. And I'm like, I really don't want to do that. Like, I'm the anti app. Like, I want a handhold. I want to be able to like speak to my clients. I don't want an app like then I'm just like everyone else why am I special? I'm not. So when Corona had hit, we figured what would we do? We got it. We got to move with the times here. So we said, let's give people the opportunity to join the service. It would be $500 for three months. Oh, that's good. Yeah. They have six introductions. So it basically comes out to two introductions a month. And
0: I'm doing that for my sister-in-law. I'm going to do my sister-in-law That's a good idea.
2: You know, and this way, like, they they get to meet, you know, people who are, they're vetted, meaning I have a FaceTime call with every single client. So there's nobody, like if they tell me that they look a certain way and I meet them on FaceTime and they're not, that's not truthful. That's not my brand. I'm not taking that client. It's not about, you know, not about the money. Where plan and plan, of course, is it's a consultation. It's a personality profile. It's like a deep dive. We do their bio. We make sure they have perfect, gorgeous, professional photos and they have an unlimited amount of dates for an unlimited amount of time until they're successfully matched, which means they're in an exclusive relationship for six months or more. Oh, so that's amazing.
0: That's amazing. But Planet Poirier is a very exclusive service.
2: Yes. So that's why how you, when we talk about celebrities, a lot of times people will reach out, um, you know, we do a ton of PR and, you know, we've written a book, The Art of the Date. Um, yes.
0: I want to talk about.
2: So that's really, um, a service. Like I said, that's obviously more exclusive. It's more expensive and you're definitely invested emotionally where you need to be accountable. So both men and women, if there, there's a, there's a huge code of ethics, there's, there's a nice size contract. So people understand what they're signing up for. You know, if a man says he's going to take out a woman, he wants to meet her, he must reach out within 48 hours. If you say that you want to date this woman, she doesn't. She doesn't know what number is going to pop up, and and maybe it's not a good time for her to talk to you. So they need to be accountable. That's also like a huge thing with Platinum and paw that people love. They love the fact that we check in, had the date go, what did we get right when we set you up, what did we get wrong, and how do we make it better for the next opportunity? Because we don't have to waste I, I, your time.
0: I like that now. At at what point, because we're talking about all adults, at what point do you feel like people should have sex?
2: (laughs) I think that people should have sex whenever they want to. All right, good. Um, Good. And what do I mean by that? Like, there's no rule. There's no law. You know, I I feel like as a woman, I know the kind of person that I was when I was dating. When I got divorced, I really tried to be carefree. I really tried to be like, I'm going to be in the Hamptons this summer. I'm going to just date everyone. I'm just going to have fun. Well, man planned and God laughed because I met my husband literally like three months later and there was no running around the Hamptons. It was running yes. around the Hamptons with him. And even when I met this, you know, this gorgeous Italian man in Florida, it, like it was based on like, it was a physical thing. And I was like, you know what? This is just not for me. At the end of the day, I really did grow up and I realized that's not what I want. So it was just like something where I feel like if you want a phone call the next morning, right? Ladies, if you have sex, you should really determine if you want a relationship with this person or not. And if you do, I think there should be like a conversation to be like, well, I don't jump into bed with everyone. So if we're getting into bed together, I don't, I don't want to feel like you're getting into bed with my friend tomorrow morning. Like I, I don't want to feel yeah, like. That.
0: I feel like, and it's funny because I've said this to like younger people or, or people are saying, or even like my son, it's just, I think we've lost so much the human connection, with, with the texting and, and everything else. And, and people have just lost the intimacy. Do you, I mean, do you
2: feel that Rory? Yes, I do. And that's why I said, you really need to identify your love language. You know, when you're dating someone, you know, there's a great book by Gary Chapman that I, I really recommend that to everyone because like, I know my number one love language is physical touch. That's my personality. I'm a very warm person. Which I'm very affectionate, right? Yeah, Both, i very yeah. affectionate. And like, I can't be with a man who's not affectionate. I, I don't like that. And also like, I'm not a big texter. If I'm going to text you, it's not an emotional text. Hi, Marge, be there in five minutes. You know, like I'm more of a talker. I rather express my emotions. And I think that when you're dating in this, so many people who are in their forties and fifties are like, I'm not a texter. I'm like, well, you need to communicate that to the person you're dating.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know our age group we're not texters. I think a lot of our you know my listeners which I'm very lucky, you know some are younger, some are my age whatever it is. You know they're texters. They have they have different things going on. But I feel like maybe we have to change that a little bit because that's that's taken the fun out of dating. I think listen people, Lexi, you met your husband on Tinder.
1: I did. I was on it for one week and I fell oh, for the first and I, I swiped for, but it's funny. He and I have a very big problem because I'm not a texter and he likes to text me full essays. Like a, and word, right? such a problem. I'm like, I don't want to read this. I'm not interested. Can't you just talk to me when I get home? And it puts us in a lot of problems.
0: Yes. And I feel like Tinder and it, tell me how you feel about the Tinders, the Bumbles, all of those things, because I feel like that's taken out the the personal connection. The romance. The romance yes. of it. And
2: I love romance. And I think that people who don't have romance, are they're missing out on that. Listen, does I, it work? Listen, Lexi met her husband. So that's amazing. You know, I never want people to feel like I'm being judgmental because I'm like the anti app because because that's what my business is built on. It really is the old fashioned way of communicating and meeting people and really curating dates that make sense for people. And that's why, like I said, people who are my clients are serious. They are looking for a relationship. I think that the blurred line with these, with these um, apps are, are you looking for a real deal? Are you looking for a relationship or are you looking for a one night stand? It's true. I know. I think some people go
0: on it for a one night stand. Some people go on it for a relationship and the paths cross. Right. And And that's what it is. And then there's a lot of disappointment. It's also set up to feel
1: disposable. like very. Swipe away, swipe away. Like, no, thank you. Yes, please. So it has kind of a disposable connotation. I... I think the only reason that I did meet my husband on Tinder, I was on it for one week. I was drunk when I was signed up for oh it with my girlfriend oh, in Rhode good. Island. In yes, 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 yes. And we ran around Newport having fun with it for one weekend. And when I swiped on my husband, he said, hey, can I call you? And I said, you can't call me. I don't know anything about you. What? And he said, I'm calling you. And he picked up the phone and we never neither of us went on the app ever again i don't right. think if we would had a long conversation on tinder it would have worked
0: yes i i agree because people drag it's that out. out
2: they drag yeah. that out a lot like there, that's why in my service like there's no none of that it's more like you need to call being part of the human race is a lifetime of work and
0: you know no one loves therapy more than the Modge.
1: oh therapy is needed yes. very much over and,
0: here you know especially now Especially with what's going on in the world, and even after what's going on in the world, everybody should be in therapy. I don't give a shit what's going on. Everybody has baggage. I don't care if it's childhood baggage. I don't care if it's, you know, from a relationship. I don't care what it is. So everybody always complains to me I can't find a good therapist. I can't find this. Or I so, can afford therapy. Exactly. So I have been recommending this to everybody. I tried it out myself. Because I haven't been able to leave, but in general, this is great for after. I'm going to be using it. It's called Better Help, spelled out help H E L P. Better Help. It's an online therapy, which is great online counseling. It's not crisis. It's not for crisis. It's for regular therapy. You can they match you with a therapist online. And it's very, very reasonable.
1: Yeah, it's available worldwide. And there's so many therapists available. They match you with someone who really works to you. Um, and you could schedule a weekly video and phone sessions. So you don't have to leave the house. It's right there online for you. And it really, they make a good therapeutic match. Just like Rory was saying, she makes good relationship matches. They match you with the good therapist for you. So you get the best out of your session. Yeah, so
0: BetterHelp is like the matchmaking of therapy That's online. That's right. And and this is the way the world is going, by the way. This is the way medicine's going. This is the way therapy's going because people are on the run. It's very hard to schedule therapist appointments, to show up somewhere, go somewhere. So BetterHelp is fabulous. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online.
1: It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they do have financial aid available. And they want to help you live a happier life today. You can visit their website, and you can read testimonials
0: that are posted. Yeah, so you guys, especially for our listeners, because you know we're all about helping people on your caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. So visit BetterHelp.com forward slash caviar c a v i a r. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Caviar, that's better help. And join the over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Got that? And we have a special offer for Caviar Dreams, Juna
1: budget listeners. You get uh, 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash caviar.
0: And we're going to have this information at margaretjoseph.com under the Caviar Dreams section. But I've been promoting this for a while, better help, because... It really is amazing. And everybody should take charge of their mental health because um, I've complained about this before in our country. We take care. Everybody is always working out. Everybody's worried about what they eat. Worry about your head, people. Worry about your mental health because if your mental health's not good, who gives two shits what you look like? So I want to ask you some tips for the uh, Real Housewives in New York. Do you have any... I mean, you know, we can keep it basic. Like, Is there any like dating tips that you would give each individual one because it's funny like on jersey we we're all in relationships minus teresa which we'll get to in a minute but like um you gotta find that jew you know what? You we have to that get that her a nice jewish teresa guy
2: cohen sounds really good to me i know
0: i mean teresa cohen i'm all about teresa rosenberg teresa- i mean I it's adorable. It. Guys, teresa
2: goldstein i mean it's all- Goldstein.
0: <laughs> So I think that's what we're going to have to work on with her. On New York, since all the ladies are single and they're so different than all, you know, my friends, tell me like Ramona, like, what do you think, what kind of like tips do you have for each of them?
2: You know, I, I, I would say this, this is such a general tip, but it's so true and applies to everyone. Be the person you want to date. If you want someone that's successful, you be successful. If you want someone that's in good shape, you be in good shape. If you want someone that's educated, you be educated. You know, everybody comes to the table with all these crazy expectations, but they're not any of those things themselves. So what gives them the right? I agree. That's so funny you say that. That
0: is a very good. Wow. You are so, you are so smart. You are so on your game. The other thing I was going to say, you know what? I, I always crack up, but men, this is funny though. The one thing about men who are powerful and wealthy really have their pick of the litter. Right, yes. that's the whole other thing. Men with power seem to get whoever they want. You know, you see, but there is something about a powerful man. I always, say, you know, I've said that I've been out with people. You know, there's a lot of um, physically unattractive men, which is not a big deal to me, whatever. But there's something powerful and sexy about them. You know, when men have deep pockets, they really have their pick of the litter, right?
2: I mean, I agree with you, and I think the only problem with that is, is that if they're really not like a good person, or they're yes. really then, then then they crash and burn too. You know, which they do, they do
0: bird. And sometimes they, they, they might get a pretty package on the outside, like I said, but they the woman is
2: inside suck inside suck and taking them to the cleaners. And at the end of the day, like, so what did you know, it's funny because I have a friend that they just broke up a marriage of 25 years and he's like 56. He's dating a 30 year old. And I told him to his face. You look like a moron because no offense. You're not gorgeous, George. You're not. And Mm -hmm. I just want to let you know that if you didn't have the money you have, this girl would not be here. So can you tell me with a straight face, am I wrong or am I I right? And he looked at me and he said, I guess that's what I'm paying for in a sense. It's the arm candy. I was like, but if you want that for now, I know you've been married for a really long time. Just know what this is all about. Don't be stupid. You know, this is not someone that you marry, that you want to have a good time. You've been with your ex-wife since high school. I get it. No judgment. But just be smart enough to understand that if you didn't have a pot to piss in, she would not be here. Exactly. Yes. And
0: I think people sometimes don't recognize what the relationship's about. Listen, my ex husband was twenty years older than me. I was twenty four, he was forty-four, he, you know, lived in town and fly, had the three kids, the live and help, everything believe me, it wasn't about the money. He wasn't so wealthy that, you know, I was packing my shit from New York city to go to (laughs) town. It was not about the deep pockets. I was, you know, I, I was working. I was, I was really in love with him because he was a great father Mm -hmm. and a great family guy and and a good person. It wasn't about like this elaborate lifestyle or anything remotely like that. We were together 20 years.
2: No, that's amazing. And I think that, you know, when you, what I know March, like from you, is that like, Um, I think that you had mentioned, um, that you really did crave like a family, a family unit. Yes, I did. And and that's so, that's so amazing because like you're in it for the right reasons. Like he portrayed that and you were attracted to that. And at the end of the day, you have beautiful children. So that's incredible.
0: Yeah, we, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change my life and marrying him in a million years. I had a beautiful family, beautiful life. And that was great for then. And then you know we both outgrew each other even though you know we were both but listen we're still said that that ended to the fact is because we had such a great family it just wasn't right anymore we were fighting you know things change some things aren't forever no, and i think people have a hard time realizing that and i think people stay in relationships longer than they should for the wrong reasons what advice do you give to people who like have a hard time you know, getting divorced, they're like, oh, the kids, the this, Mm -hmm. you know, the, that, that I can't, my, my in-laws, the religion. I mean, you had everything. I mean, you, you came from a, um, a religious background that, you know, frowns upon divorce. What, what advice do you give for people like that? You
2: know, I I say you really have to love yourself first. You have to make yourself happy first, because if you are happy, I promise you, your children, your ex, the people around you, your family are all going to benefit because you are happy. And if you're happy, there's where to go from there. You know, I said to somebody, um, they were asking me a woman who was also in her 40s. She was married also over 20 years and she's like, you know, I'm really not happy in my marriage. You know, how is it out there? Is it hard to get back out there? Also, you know, really attractive woman, didn't need anybody for his money. She's, She's really financially stable in that way. And I said to her, listen to me, if you can't get out of bed in the morning, if you are sad, If you feel like you have a waste of a life that you have nothing to live for, and you cannot work at this marriage because you mentally and emotionally are handicapped and are drained, then you need to do something about this. But if this is boredom, if this is I'm seeking some excitement, if this is, you know, something that really can be fixed, you are trading in one set of problems for another set of problems. Don't think it's so easy out there. It's not. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right you're right now let me ask you this can people recover from an affair can a relationship mm-hmm. recover from an affair I think so
2: absolutely 100% I do
0: and I think that if two all people, affairs aren't relationship I'm uh, sorry I don't want to cut you off all relationships aren't you know an affair doesn't always mean a cheater is always a cheater or, or, right. A an affair doesn't always mean a relationships over go ahead
2: 100% sorry. listen I know what it was to be in an unhappy relationship and I worked in a clothing store high-end clothing store Jimmy's, in Brooklyn and in the Hamptons back in the day, right? I was working with really, like, powerful men. And here I was, was this 25-year-old girl. But these men made me feel valued. And when I went home, I felt devalued. So for me, it's like, oh, I I can see that I can have, you know, not, you know, nothing that I want to have an affair, but if I felt like I really wanted to pursue another relationship, well, I'm not a cheater, but I'm not happy. So what do I do? And that's why I decided like to get out of the relationship so that wouldn't happen. I can definitely see where it can. And I don't judge anybody. Like I'm not the mattress. You know, I'm a very big believer that it takes two to tango. And a lot of times when women, not men, women, step outside the relationship because they're really not getting something at home. And it's they're, they're not happy. You know, men also could be a little bit different. Like we spoke about the rich and powerful men, some men think that either their wife, they can't talk to her, they're not getting what they need at home, or sometimes they feel like they can. So they feel like I give her everything. I'm entitled to go have fun on the side. Now that's never a great, you know, scenario, but look, no. I think that people can recover. I think that if they really emotionally together are checked in and not checked out and want to make the relationship work, they absolutely can.
0: Uh, good. I love that because, you know, I think people are just like, you know, people judge cheating. Um, Worse than they drug judge like drunk drivers. Exactly. I mean, I have right? And I think that's so yeah. ridiculous and in relationships. I, I, mean, I mean, listen, I've had backlash, you know, I've had people come at me every time, you know, being on a reality series, whatever else. I obviously, you know, I bared my entire life, the way I've met my husband. I was honest because so many people could relate to it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, promise in a marriage, whatever it is. I didn't release any intimate details of my relationship with my ex-husband, which, you know, was private because he's a private person. And people are just like, You have no leg to stand on. You met your husband. You cheat on your ex-husband. Like like I murdered, you know, a hundred puppies. They feel like you can never say anything or judge. And and I find it so interesting because Sooner you could go to jail or do something else and they will judge you less than if you cheat on your spouse. Like that is the ultimate sin in so many people's eyes, which I find so
2: bizarre. I think it's ridiculous, honestly. I do. I really do. And I think that it's between you and the person you're married to because it always takes two to tango. And I'm sure that if you sat there with the with the person that you cheated on or whatever it was, who, who cares? He wasn't giving something else to the relationship. It doesn't mean that you were not a good person it was not like you did anything wrong to society.
0: I, you know, I absolutely agree. One thing
1: you've said before that I love is no one leaves a happy marriage. Yeah. No
0: one leaves a happy I marriage. I agree. and that's no, one, why- no one could be blind. I, if you are blindsided, unless you're married to a sociopath, mm-hmm. something's wrong. You're not present in the relationship. Right. And
2: I do believe that when, you know, listen, a lot of women also, you know, I hear a lot of You know, women say to me like sex is a job for them. And I'm like, well, that if that's a job, that's a big problem in your marriage. Because let me explain something to you. I don't I mean, March, I don't know about you. I can tell you about me. I told my husband if I went on having sex, you better worry. You better worry. Mm -hmm. Because that's not my personality. So there has to be something not right. You need to ask me and check in with me and be like, honey, what is going on?
0: No, I agree. Listen, if I say, you know, sometimes I'm always rushing and I always say we're on sex delay. If we're late for something, it's because we're on a sex delay and I blame (laughs) him. And then I get mad. I'm just like, Joe, you're making me late again. You know, and I always (laughs) keep, you know, and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. We're late because we had sex because it takes me so long to get ready. And then, you know, it's just funny.
2: Listen, a marriage is always cemented in bed. I'm sorry. You know, that, that part of your life needs to be great.
0: It needs to I, I agree 10,000%. And when I argue with other people, they're like, there's more to marriage than that. Yes, there is more to marriage, but that, I agree, is the cement. I agree exactly. with you.
1: That's Isn't the glue. It, it's something you could share alone together that you can't share with everyone else. You give dinner with a million people, but of you course. should hopefully only be going to bed with your husband.
2: Exactly. Yes, God willing. No. You know. <laughs> and it's funny, because you know, Mort, when we match people up, it's actually interesting because one of the questions that we ask all of our clients, we want to know about their sexual energy when they're in a relationship and everything is great. It's like, is your energy, are you low? Are you medium? Are you high? Are you very high? Because you cannot make you match with someone when you have a very high sexual energy with someone who's lower medium. No, not working, you know, ever. And that's like you know. waiting to happen. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about some
0: some COVID stuff quickly. Um, Okay. So you're stuck in the house. People just started dating. Do you think they should be FaceTiming, having like you know what should they be doing?
2: Oh, absolutely. I I love FaceTiming. I think that you get to see the person. You feel like you're really talking to them, even though you're not like you can't touch them. But I think it's fun to be able to listen you know, have dinner together, have a drink together. You're both getting a little bit loose if that's what you you know want to do. Um, and you know that that game, um, what is it called? Cards Against Humanity. Yes, oh, yes. I Lexi
0: just bought me
2: that it's so we can so play good. it here at home. So how much fun is it to be able to play that with someone that you're FaceTime dating? Like it really, you get to learn a person's personality. Like these are questions that are fun. They're funny. You get to really like engage with someone and really learn who they are. And you get to laugh. I mean, come on, I mean, we all need to laugh, right?
0: I love that. Definitely I love that. Laugh. And what about people like who are couples and they're stuck in the house together? How do, I mean, listen, how, you, you can keep the match together. This is the perfect time to, I think, to be having sex all the time because yes. you're stuck in the freaking house. But oh, how yeah. do you not kill each other?
2: Well, I think that also like, it depends on like the jobs that you both have. The fact that like my husband and I, let's say he has, you know, he runs a lighting company. He runs an LED company. And obviously I'm running a matchmaking service. So we both had our separate quarters where we're working all day from like 9, 30, 10 in the morning till, you know, six, seven o'clock at night. Depends. We meet for lunch in the dining room and then, OK, we go back to work and I'll see you later for a cocktail. OK, around like, you know, six o'clock and then we have dinner all together. And then we are watching the news or watching Netflix or the Hat real housewives in New Jersey. I got him into it. <laughs> OK. Oh,
0: I love that. I love that Charlie's into it. That's yeah. great. Good, good, good. I know this is all right. So listen, you have given us so much information. I, I love it. I think you're so smart, so plugged in, such great relationship advice. So if you, everybody, if you're not single, um, I think she gave great advice to to stay in your relationship and help your relationship, and also to grow you, a good grow. relationship with yourself. Yes, I know you have to love yourself more. Hello, always. Always because th- you can't be a good partner if you don't love yourself more. Thank you so much, Rory. I can't wait to see you, squeeze you, kiss you, and hug you when this is over. You're so you know. beautiful.
2: Thank oh, you. And so every, you know,
0: we're going to have, where can everybody find you? So when
2: they can find me at platinum club, platinumpoire.com or okay. they can also Thank find me you. on my Instagram at Rory Sessner.
0: Okay, everybody follow Rory Sassoon on Instagram. She's smart and beautiful and will give you great advice.
2: Thanks Rory. Thank, Thank lady. you. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Okay, Caviar Dreamers, I hope you enjoyed this podcast because I totally did. This was a really great, great, great interview. I
1: loved meeting Rory. And you can find us at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget on Instagram. You can find her at the real Margaret Josephs. You can find me at the life
0: of Mrs. B. And go online and go to margaretjosephs.com and you can find everything under Caviar Dreams section. Keep dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Keep dreaming.